We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hi there and welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Friday, March 31st, 2017. I can't believe we're already through the first quarter of 2017, folks. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno and you know me from my work on hockey, baseball and football pods at Rotowire over the past few years. My first season on the NBA beat is drawing to a close around here and it's time for us to do another one of these uh, fantasy pods for Rotowire with an 11 game slate tonight. But before we do that, I want to invite you to follow me at Statsman22 and joining me on this NBA FanDuel preview podcast is my co-host Dan Bruno. Dan, remind our listeners about your Twitter handle and where to find your work on Rotowire's website, please. Well, my work on Rotowire's website is on the NBA game preview and recap section, covering games daily there. And then on Twitter, it's at dbrunoofficial, uh, that's D-B-R-U-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, with just NBA news, stats, tips, updates, and stuff like that. All right, Dan, we got a busy slate tonight, 11 games on a busy Friday night, so let's get right into it, beginning with the Pacers' visit to Toronto, where they come back uh, to visit the Raptors for the second time in a short while. And uh, the, the Raptors are a six-point favorite there with the over-under at 2.06 for a 7 o'clock start. The Nuggets visit Charlotte. The, the home standing club is a two-point favorite. The over-under is uh, 220.5 points. And um, the Magic travel to Boston to visit the Eastern Conference leaders. It's funny to say that, I think, uh, after so many years of other teams dominating. The minus 10.5 favorites for Boston with the over-under set at 217.5 points. We've got the 76ers against the reeling Cavaliers in Cleveland. Where the homestanding club is an 11.5 point favorite. And the over-under is 219 points for a 7.30 tip. We have the Kings visiting New Orleans. Uh, where the uh, homestanding club is a 10.5 point favorite and the over-under is 207.5 points for that 8 o'clock start. And the Knicks visit Miami, where the Heat is a 10 point favorite. The over-under is set at a 199 points for that 8 o'clock tip. Dan, what about the rest of the games? Well, then uh, at 8 o'clock, also, you've got the Pistons visiting Milwaukee, where the Pistons, well, or where the Bucks are a 10 point favorite with an over-under of 199. Uh, also at eight o'clock, you've got the Mavericks visiting Memphis, where the Grizzlies are four and a half point favorite with an over/under of one ninety-two. Again at eight o'clock, you have the San Antonio Spurs visiting the Oklahoma City Thunder, where the Spurs are only a one and a half point favorite with an over/under of two hundred eight. Then at nine o'clock, you've got the Wizards visiting Utah, um, where I don't have a line on that game unfortunately at the moment. 
And then at 10.30, you've got uh, the Real Rockets visiting Golden State, where the Warriors are an eight-point favorite with an over-under of 230.5. That's a high-scoring one there. Yeah, projected to be. In, look, folks, in addition to FanDuel, we have had a second sponsor join us recently, and that's pristineauction.com. Before we get into the podcast, I want to tell you a little bit of a story about this group. It's uh, fantastic offerings here. They have daily auctions ending nightly with hundreds of lots available. There's tons of stuff for the man cave always something perfect for the fan of every team authenticity is so important and they guarantee authenticity in all the items that come with authentication from only the most trusted of sources affordability is also an issue for a lot of people most people don't think they can afford this stuff but it turns out that it's much more affordable than you think when you start to dive in now i'll spell that out for you it's p-r-i-s-t-i-n-e auction.com now I'm also going to highlight a few of the items that they have available this morning. For instance, for $113, you can get a Dr. J, Julius Irving signed 76ers custom frame jersey. You can get a Pele signed Team Brazil jersey for $158. If you're a fan of the NFL, Emmett Smith signs a number, has signed a number of uh, full-size pro helmets. The one that's on sale for today is $179.55. Uh, if he's not your favorite, maybe you want to go to the uh, talk about the Cardinals and David Johnson, their premier running back. He's signed a helmet, and it's going for 106 bucks. So there's something for every budget, for every sport, and for uh, a number of different uh, generations of football fans. They've got Terry Bradshaw signed Steelers custom jersey for $144 in a nice frame. That's a, that's a good get for a guy who won. It was the first guy to win four Super Bowls. So you can see there's a, quite a variety of products here available, and uh, I sh- encourage you to take a look at it. Now, do us a favor at Rotowire, please. When you go to this site, Pristine Auction, there's a section called How Did You Hear About Us? In the drop-down menu, Rotowire appears, and we'd love for you to give us a bit of a nod in that section, please. All right, Dan, let's get into our uh, position-by-position breakdown, and we'll begin, as always, with the point guards. And it seems every time that that uh, Oklahoma City plays, Russell Westbrook is the most expensive guy on the board, and he is today, too, uh, with a price tag of 13300 He's one of two guys over the 10000 mark, so I'll ask you about him and Steph Curry, who's uh, ramped up his game of late, and, uh, and tonight he has a rematch against Houston, which should be a pretty high-scoring affair. So uh, the question for you is, are you playing or fading Westbrook and Curry tonight? Um, well, Westbrook coming up against the Spurs... I know it's a tough defense, but I mean, Westbrook seems to score just about the majority of his team's points anyway. So even if they only score 98 points in the game, he'll probably have about 30 to 40 of them. So, I mean, it's really getting really hard to say to fade this guy. But uh, so far, San Antonio hasn't really been the team to slow him down entirely. I mean, in their last matchup, in his last matchup with San Antonio, he had 59 FanDuel points, which is really on the low side for Westbrook. Um, the only other teams to slow him up like that. Uh, so, no, well, he's had a couple 50-point games lately. But, I mean, coming up tonight against the Spurs for $13,000, I don't think it's a sure play because it's it's one team that can slow him up a bit. Like I said, he will get most of their points and everything like that. He will get, you know maybe close to 60 FanDuel points for sure but I don't I'm not sure this is one of those 80 point nights so um if you if you're willing to take him uh at that price without being a, a sure pick for maybe one of those 80 70 80 point nights then sure but for me I don't think I'm looking at Westbrook tonight and then Curry probably in that shootout Dan probably a more affordable alternative I agree with you on the assessment with Westbrook by the way it's just too much to ask for him to come up with a, a night that justifies that price tag where I think you can build your roster a little more uh, balanced and, and still get good productivity when you look at some of the high end options underneath the Westbrook here Curry to me looks like one of those and maybe John Wall too let's take a look at the, that group in fact Curry down to say the the uh, Mike Connolly at $8,300. There's some premier premier guys here that are possibilities. Well, for me, again, I mean, I have I have a tough time wanting to take Curry tonight. It's also tough to say fade him because I look at his his productivity lately and he's been above 40 FanDuel points the last five games straight. But the thing is, I, I just am a little nervous he get, he's been, could draw the matchup against Patrick Beverly and, and I think that's enough to slow him down a bit maybe keep him around 40, maybe 30-something FanDuel points. Even though in the last matchup against Houston, he had a great game with 52 FanDuel points, 32 points, 10 rebounds. Um, I still think there's good enough talent below Curry here that I, I also 
I'm not looking to take him tonight. I don't think I need him with the other talent. And again, like I said, I'm just a little wary of the matchup. But a guy that I think could be an interesting pick tonight could be Kyrie Irving. Um, I know the Cavs are slumping, that's for sure. But, uh, I mean, you got to look to your leaders to help break you out of a slump. And, and especially they're coming up against Philly uh, tonight at home. Um, Philly's going to be a tough matchup, so they're going to play them. But uh, I think it could be an op- a bit of an opportunity for Kyrie Irving to maybe get back on track. And uh, I, a, a part of me flashes across my mind, are they going to rest a couple of guys? But I don't think it's the time for the Cavs to be resting somebody on a three-game losing streak. I think they need to really uh, make a point and really earn a win for themselves and for just... You know, I think they need the win tonight, and I don't think it's time to rest. So I think Kyrie Irving for nine thousand bucks is not not too bad of a call tonight. And you know what? I've been waiting for the the Washington club to take a bit of a misstep, but look what John Wall's done in the last three outings, Danny. He's up around sixty points each time out, and I think he has a chance, a tougher matchup tonight against Utah. So that might be a mitigating circumstance. But boy, oh boy, I'm tempted to go with that hot hand for that price tag in this area. Also, another guy who's got his game back up to a high level in this group is Isaiah Thomas, who's put together three pretty solid performances to remind everybody that he's still one of the big dogs in the yard in this uh, in this Eastern Conference and leading the Celtics, as I said at the top, to uh, the first rung of the Eastern Conference. And you'll be, you'll be betting that they won't want to have a misstep uh, against Orlando tonight. So uh, those are a couple of guys that I might like to be on in this range too. But if not, let's dip down to the 7,000s, Dan. And we got Goran Dragic, who's elevated his game in the last few weeks again. He's been on fire. Let's take a look from him down to a couple of uh, guys with some injury notes. Derek Rose is a game-time decision with a knee. George Hill, game-time decision with a groin injury, priced at 6200 and 6100 So we'll go from there back up to Dragic at 7800 Let's take a look at this group and see what you think. Well, I think Dragic has, has a great matchup uh, tonight coming up against New York. Uh, whether Derek Rose plays or he doesn't play, um, I still think it's a, a very favorable matchup for Dragic and the Heat in general. Um, the good thing about Dragic is he hasn't been going overboard in minutes. Uh, lately, he's been around 34 minutes the last four games. So that's a healthy um, amount of minutes to be playing. And he last played uh, two days ago, so he's going to be well-rested coming into this game where Miami still needs to, to get every win they can to build a cushion. So I like Dragic, $7,800 um, there the most. Another guy who's a bit interesting to me, Tonight might be Jeff Teague going up against Toronto. Um, I mean, the Pacers, Pacers haven't been on the best stretch themselves. As Teague is coming off a bit of a, a slower performance in his last game, only 11 FanDuel points. <clears throat> he played 20 minutes. But uh, I think uh, before that, he's been on a great stretch. And I think coming up against Toronto, the Pacers are going to be playing hard for sure. And, and I think Teague has a solid chance for a good game tonight. And he might be a bit of a bit of a contrarian pick tonight for $7,000. I'm going to take a look at Kemba Walker tonight. Uh, I was at the game Charlotte was in Toronto earlier this week, and he had a quiet game for three quarters, but he just exploded in the fourth quarter and was one of the big differences in that game that uh, went right down on the wire. The visitors took it from the home side, and uh, I, I think it might be a sign that this guy's ready to get back up. He's had a couple of uh, tough starts, but uh, he was up around 40 or 50 points uh, not too long ago, uh, about a week ago. So I think he's playing at a high level, and, and his average is 36.4 per, per game. I know it could be a tough matchup tonight, but I, I like what I saw out of him. And uh, if he's got the hot hand again, boy, he can go off, and that's a pretty nice price tag uh, to get him at if he does. Let's dip into the 5,000s, Dan. we got Malcolm Brogdon there, $5,900, on down to uh, Jameer Nelson at 5100 So we're looking at the 5,000 here. Is there, are there any good value plays that you might be interested in? Well, uh, tonight might be a, a, another a good opportunity for the same reasons I, I mentioned Goran Dragic that for Tyler Johnson to have a good game coming up against New York. I mean, uh, not to pick on them anymore. You know, they, they don't need it, but... Uh, I think it's a good opportunity for Tyler Johnson tonight to have a, a solid game. And then another guy here in the 5,000 range is Ish Smith. I know he's going up against Milwaukee, which is a tough, tough opponent in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, for 5,300 bucks, this guy's going to be the starting point guard. And uh, he's going to be doing most of that ball handling there. So, I mean, he's coming off 
three pretty good performances above 30 points in his last three games. So that's a con- good, consistent stretch for a guy for 5300 bucks. Well, and, and just above him, I'm looking at Corey Joseph, who is uh, looking really comfortable in the point guard role with Toronto. He's had a couple of outstanding efforts his last two times out, uh, flirting with the 40-point mark, which is double his point production, of course. That's because now, uh, that's on the season, uh, because now he's getting a really good run at the point position. I don't know how long, he, how much longer he's got there, but he's certainly making the most of it most recently, and uh, I think this could be quite a high-scoring affair with Indiana, so... Uh, might be worth a look at Corey Joe tonight in the six. Uh, we'll dip into the value country here, Dan. Let's take a look at some good tournament options here that you might hi- want to highlight. Of course, there's a couple of guys that are, are out. Reggie Jackson with a knee and Sergio Rodriguez with a hamstring. You wonder if maybe one of their sidekicks steps up in this range to, to take some uh, longer minutes to, to make themselves valuable. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But a couple of the guys who caught my eye tonight for for my value roles here would be maybe Matthew Della Vadova coming up against Detroit. Uh, I think just with the Detroit hasn't been playing their best ball lately. I know I like is Smith on the other side of the ball, but the thing is I also like Della Vadova. I think it's the kind of contest where maybe Milwaukee finds a few extra minutes for him and he hasn't been playing too bad lately. He's been in double digits in his fan duel points. Uh, four of his last five contests. He had one, one night with only nine of them, but I think he's going to do a little better than that tonight. And another guy I like is Devin Harris, who's been playing really well for Dallas lately, except for uh, his last game where he got ejected after only six minutes of action. But other than that, he's been playing around 17, 18 minutes a game and getting right up around the 20 FanDuel point mark. So uh, 3500 bucks for both those guys. I don't think they're bad, bad rolls of the dice there. Dan, we had two premium guys at the shooting guard position uh, at the top of the list. We have the same, uh, uh, sorry, at the point guard position, we have the same thing in the shooting guard position today with James Harden and Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, over the 10,000 mark. Uh, Talk about their matchups and whether you play or fade them tonight, please. Um, Well, Harden's coming up with his second matchup against the Warriors in just a couple days. His last matchup against the Warriors, he played 38 minutes came up with 52 FanDuel points. It was actually a, a pretty close contest down the stretch. Um, and the thing is, you saw James Harden's wrist was bothering him a bit, a bit. He was making signs about waving his hand and stuff like that. Um, again, he only came up with 52.7 FanDuel points. And in his last three games, he hasn't topped that. It's 41, 52, and 41 again. Um, so he's slowed down a bit, and I don't know if we blame it on the wrist or what. But the thing is, maybe he's not looking to... Uh, shoot as much or something like that maybe trying to just he's going to stay in the game but maybe he's not going to do as much work heading into playoffs try and give himself a rest so i say fade james harden tonight whereas antetokounmpo up against mo uh detroit i think is a very favorable matchup for him um he should be able to really just blow by whoever's guarding him whether it's marcus morris or i don't know maybe john lure could draw that matchup at some points um Cantavius Caldwell Pope maybe but whoever it is I think Antetokounmpo has a sure advantage and 10,000 is is a good price for a, a guy like that um, who really attacks all those the stat columns I really like Antetokounmpo because he gets all the all the stats not just points yeah and, and again there's no one who can really stay on this guy too well so I, I like him for sure you know what of the premium players that we've talked and their matchups in the last couple of weeks even this this smells like one of the better opportunities that i've seen in a while so mm-hmm. i definitely would re- agree with your recommendation there uh looking below that though we'll take a big range here dan because it's pretty spread out uh, below him DeRozan at 9200 then it drops down to clay thompson at 7500 i you make a great case for both of these guys but let's take it on down to uh, 6100 where we see gary harris and i'll note that there's a couple of injury notes here in this range. Dion Waiters is out with an ankle injury, and Will Barton is a game-time decision with a foot for Denver in their matchup tonight against Charlotte. So talk to me about your favorite guys in this range, beginning with DeRozan at the top and on down to Gary Harris down at $6,100. Well, it's a, it's a bit of a tough matchup for DeRozan going up against Paul George. Um, I wasn't sure that they, they were going to draw the match. DeRozan would draw the defense matchup from George in the last contest that they played, but that did end up being the case for a lot of the games. So I'm sure that slowed his production a bit. He only came up with 27 FanDuel points Good in that point. one. Good. But mind mind you, the next night he he went off against Jimmy Butler. So, I mean, it's not a sure thing, but I think I'm fading DeRozan tonight for that reason. For 9200 bucks. if I could either, I could take Antetokounmpo and... and 
even I, I like Clay Thompson tonight. He had a great game against Houston last time. Uh, Thirty-eight Fanduel points in thirty-seven minutes. Uh, that was with twenty-five points on in the score sheet. So I think Clay Thompson is another pretty good bet tonight. Um, this time they're playing they're playing at Golden State, so that helps him out too. Uh, so I, I like Clay Thompson over DeRozan there, and like I said, maybe go with Antetokounmpo above him. Yeah, I echo your sentiments in this range to me. Clay Thompson looks like the 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 sure play to to really pay off. And you might make a case also for Avery Bradley in this range if you want to save a little bit of money. Boston making a point to surge to the top of the East. And, and he's been a factor uh, some uh, some games where he's had some good nights. But uh, be wary, he's gone missing a couple of others too. So this could be a bit of a contrarian play in this range. But uh, Boston goes off. I think this guy could be a factor in, in the game tonight. And uh, let's go to the 5,000s, Dan. we got Marcus Smart, another Boston player. Uh, for five thousand nine hundred dollars, down to Buddy ha- Buddy Held at uh, fifty one hundred dollars in the matchup with Sacramento at New Orleans. Well, an interesting guy, or one guy I'm just going to mention that I think is a fade for me is Victor Oladipo. Um, I mean, this guy hasn't been up to super production really in, in a while, I don't think. And and coming up against the Spurs, that's a really tough matchup for him, I would say. In, their, in his last contest against the Spurs, he did come up with 30 FanDuel points. But, I mean, I'm not super confident in that tonight. Um, $5,600 is a decent price tag. But a, a guy who's been playing pretty well lately is Evan Fournier. Um, yeah. 41 FanDuel points. Or, sorry about that, actually. 35 FanDuel points in his last matchup against OKC. Um, I mean, he has a bit of a tough matchup in Boston. Maybe he gets uh, the defense of Jay Crowder, but he could also be matched up against Avery Bradley, who's also a good defender. But, I mean, he's been playing pretty well lately, and I don't, I don't mind the, the go on him tonight. Yeah, one guy that I'm going to avoid in this range is Tyreek Evans. He's been underperforming even a 20-point FanDuel average. He's got a tough matchup against the bigs that might be guarding the, the net. He'll have to rely on the outside game here, and it hasn't been there for him of late, so it might be a guy I fade in this group. Let's go value hunting here. Sub-5,000 in the shooting guard position, Dan. Well, I mean, just to know, I, I uh, saw Cantavius Caldwell-Pope got hit with a DUI last night I think it was and I mean really to me that that explains a lot of things because his FanDuel production is off the charts one day and then he goes missing for two weeks and then has a great game and then goes missing so I don't know what's going on there but maybe he's just not focused and it definitely comes through in his performances so definitely fade Kentavious Caldwell-Pope I don't think he'll be in action tonight and if he is he's lucky that he is um, but there might be something going on there going forward. But a couple of interesting guys um, in the super value range for the shooting guard are the two guys from uh, New Orleans, Etwan Moore and Jordan Crawford. I mean, Jordan Crawford is averaging 20 FanDuel, point, 21, 20 FanDuel points per game in his uh, short second stint uh, back in the NBA, or I don't might be his third. I think it's his second. But anyways, coming off 21 FanDuel points in his last game, he's still playing about 20 minutes a game. He played 32 games ago and 27 minutes in his last game, so his minutes may be increasing. And for $3,700, he's a pretty good uh, value pick roll of the dice um, at the shooting guard position. And then also Etwan Moore, he's been playing well lately too. Um, Against Sacramento, you might see a bit of extra run for both these guys. Moore is playing about 20, 25 minutes a game, and he's getting in the double digits points in the FanDuel points column uh, most of that time. He had a couple of single-digit outings uh, not too long ago. One was against Utah. That's a tough matchup. And other against Memphis. That was a really tough matchup. But against Sacramento here, I think uh, Moore and Crawford have a pretty good chance to get some extra points on the board. One other guy I'll throw out is Lou Williams, Dan. In a game against Golden State, your shooters have to be uh, hungry and productive, and uh, you know they're going to be focused on guarding Harden. So I wonder if Lou uh, gets a a bit of a run on the floor and uh, tries to offset that coverage that might go the big guy's way. And so uh, I I might make a case for inserting him uh, because Houston has to play fight fire with fire in this matchup. About the small forward position, Dan, we go to the top of the list. We see the King, LeBron James, $10,900, and we see Kevin Durant out with a knee injury at $10,100, definitely fading him. LeBron James, player fade against Philadelphia. 
Um, well, I think tonight, tonight's a good time to play him. Uh, he's coming off 50 FanDuel points in his last game, 36 in the game before that, and 48 in the game before that. So those are three losses. But I think this one is one that they really, really need. Okay, It's understandable that they lost to the Spurs in San Antonio, but that was a blowout. That was a much more of a loss than you would have expected anyway. And then they got swept by Chicago this season, which is another pretty uh, unexpected result. You had Nikola Mirotic go off to help bury the Cavs last night. But uh, I think tonight is one that the Cavs absolutely have to take, and LeBron has to lead the way there. So I think $10,900 isn't a bad price tag. I think he might hit the 60 mark tonight. So I'm, I'm, I'm not off LeBron tonight. I, I would consider definitely putting him in, in one of my lineups um, and just work around that. You know what? Cleveland's been in such a funk. I'm I'm going to stay away from him. I, I need them to show me something. I think there's maybe something really wrong with what's going on in Cleveland. Can't believe that they've surrendered the top seed. And uh, James will have a lot to answer for if they don't get that back and go deep into the playoffs again. Uh, there's, it's a mystery there, and I'm a little wary, so I'm going to stay away from that one. I, I look for value elsewhere. You mentioned a couple of these guys uh, every week, and Paul George is one guy that you mentioned already in today's show. Let's take a look at Kawhi Leonard. Paul George, and on down through the 6,000s, Dan, to, to Chris Middleton down at $6,200. There's some great options in here if you want to avoid LeBron James. Well, in both George and Leonard's last matchups versus their current opponents tonight, they both came up with 24 FanDuel points. So that's quite well below the average or what you would hope out of them. Um, I think Paul George... I think I think Paul George going up against Toronto with one of the better defensive ratings since the All-Star break, I, I don't like him tonight. Um, he's got the tougher matchup. If I was going to take one of George or Leonard, I would take uh, the bet on Leonard to have a better game than he did last time against OKC. Uh, last time he only came up with 24 FanDuel points. I think he'll top that tonight. But I'm not huge on any of these guys, really. Again, I would still take LeBron against what you said. But we have, that's why some people win and some people lose because one of us is going to be right and one will be wrong, I guess. You but know what? We're going to put a loony on this. I'm going to say Kawhi Leonard has a big night. Yeah, you think he will? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, for 9400 bucks, I think I think he, he like I said, he has a better chance to me of have, having a better night against the opponent that he did not well against last time than George does. I think yeah. Leonard has a better chance because George is going to match up against P.J. Tucker, Damari Carroll, and just a general good defense in Toronto, that's going to be right. tough for him. Right. Um, so uh, out of those guys, I'm not really on either of them. And then Gordon Hayward, tough matchup against Washington coming into town. I mean, Washington's another good defense if Otto Porter gets on him too. And and Hayward hasn't been super lately. He came up with 29 FanDuel points in his last game, but only 21 in his game before that. Before and that was after he missed it or before he missed a game with a knee injury. So I'm not on Hayward either. I think I have to go a little lower uh, down here to find somebody that I, I like, um, and that might be Chris Middleton for 6,200 bucks coming up against the Pistons. I think Middleton is is a big gunner with the shooting from that mid range, and he can he can stretch it out too. And he's top 30 Fanduel points in two of his last three games. And again, this matchup against Detroit. Uh, in Milwaukee, I think is a favorable one for Middleton. I agree with you. I think in this range, that's the guy that I was looking for. So I'm saving some money. I'm going to spend it elsewhere in a big way. And uh, let's dip to the five thousands, Dan. We got a number of names in here. Jay Crowder, you mentioned already, might be uh, noted for defense, but he's been productive on the offensive side as well for Boston. I guess a favorable matchup tonight, in my opinion, might be another guy I recommend uh, on this uh, at the three position. Uh, who do you like in the five thousands other than him? Well, I like uh, Trevor Ariza has been pretty impressive to me over his last three games. Um, the third game back, he got 46 FanDuel points, then 34, and then 36 in his most recent contest. So, I mean, for for, for 5600 bucks, uh, there was another player earlier who was, I think, the same price and on a three uh, streak of three games above 30 FanDuel points too. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty good um, streak and, and consistency that he's going to build off of and uh, one of those previous games was against Golden State where he came up with 34 FanDuel points and again Houston this time they're in Golden State but Houston I'm I'm sure they would love to win that game more than anything love to make a point put a little bit of fear in the hearts of 
uh, the Golden State players, and I think Trevor Reed is going to be a big part of that. He's a veteran. He's not scared of playing on the road, so I think he's an interesting pick tonight. Another, right. oh. Sorry, another guy who's a little bit interesting to me is Harrison Barnes, uh, coming off 30 FanDuel points in his last game, a dip before that with 13, and then up to 40 in, two, uh, in his third game back. So I think Harrison Barnes is a bit of an interesting matchup tonight. I know he's up against Memphis, but uh, their defense at the three position isn't their best defended position. And uh, speaking of defense, Detroit doesn't get a good matchup for Marcus Morris tonight against Milwaukee, in my opinion. He's the top guy in the sub-5,000 range. I might avoid him. There's got to be other guys here. Terrence Ross has had some good scoring performances uh, on his slate, so it might be worth a look at $4,400. But other than those two guys, anybody else catch your eye, or you can comment on these two as well. Um, well, Justin Anderson's getting the start for Philly again. Uh, he he did okay in his last game, nothing spectacular, but uh, maybe he's just warming up type of thing. So for thirty six hundred bucks, he came up with fifteen Fanduel points in his last game, twenty one in the game before that. Uh, I think those were both starts. So I mean, this if this guy's going to start and he's going to play a plus twenty plus minutes a game for thirty six hundred dollars, you can't really go wrong there. And the good thing is he'll get. He, he's not afraid to rebound. He can pass the ball a bit, and he's going to get a few points there too. So I, I like Justin Anderson. Um, another guy who's who's a bit interesting to me here is Kelly Oubre Jr. He's been playing well for the uh, the Wizards lately, and um, maybe he does something tonight. I know it's a tough tough place to play against in Utah, but for thirty seven hundred bucks, this is where you have to hope that guys um, just have one of those nights for you. So I think Oubre Jr is definitely on a good streak three three games straight with plus 30 fan plus 20 FanDuel points including matchups in Cleveland and in LA against the Lakers and the Clippers so they've been on the road and he's shown he can play on the road again tough even though Cleveland's defense again is one of the worst since all-star break so I can't really say it's an insult to compare them to Utah's defense but I mean he's on a good streak and for 3,700 bucks it's a, a good role you know what? Let, I'm excited to move over to the power forward position because I've been waiting to talk about Anthony Davis matchup against Sacramento Dan. He's priced at 11200 Of all the guys priced over $10,000, this is my guy tonight that I, is an absolute must to put in the lineup. He's got no nobody that can counter him on the other side of the ball at the four or five position for Sacramento. So I, I think this is a screaming hot value for a guy who's who's been up around 60 points in FanDuel play many of his last few outings so i'd like to hear what your comment is about him and or nikola Jokic, who's priced at ten thousand dollars at the four position well really tough call for me on davis because i completely agree with you you're absolutely right but and and i would definitely a hundred percent agree with you if it was pretty much any other circumstance other than the fact that it was demarcus cousins returning to sacramento for the first time since the trade i think he might touch the ball every single time down the court, and I think he might be looking to dunk it every single time. And I think Anthony Davis might be on board with that. So I could see Anthony Davis maybe having 35 assists tonight, but uh, I, I don't know about. I don't know if he's going to come to that 70 point fan uh, Fanduel point mark. I think that might be Cousins' This might be Cousins' turn to uh, to dominate. I mean. It's, it is an intriguing matchup to me, but for 11200 bucks, I think I might take the go on, on Jokic in, at this position instead, um, just because, again, I think that it, the ball is going to be going to Cousins more often than not. I think everybody's got that game on their radar in uh, the Pelicans dressing room. Well, and we have the rematch between Houston and Golden State. Draymond Green was right around the 40-point mark in that one, just a bit above his average for the season at 35 points. So I think he's a good go at $7,900, a pretty good value in this range, Dan, to partner with one of the two the uh, other big men on the board. So this is where I'm going to be spending a lot of my money tonight in the matchup. What say you about Draymond Green and on down to uh, Dirk Nowitzki at $6,100? Well, again, just to mention, I know I mentioned Jokic, uh, just to say in his last matchup against Charlotte, he came up with 51 FanDuel points in only 33 minutes, so he can certainly play against those guys. Uh, I know this one's in Charlotte, a bit of a different matchup for him, but uh, I, I, I'm pretty interested in Jokic tonight for 10000 bucks. I think that's decent. But Draymond Green, I think the matchup against Houston is one that suits him very well. Uh, Houston doesn't have any huge guys even their center Clint Capella is about the size of Draymond Green anyway so I think it's a game where Green definitely gets 
gets what he wants, and and uh, it's going to be a, a fast paced game, lots of shooting and scoring. Uh, the ball is going to be swinging around on both sides, and I think it comes Green's way a bunch of times. Like he had 19 points in the last game for 39 Fanduel points, 7,900 dollars. I don't think you can go wrong picking Draymond Green. And uh, further to that, in this range, you got a guy like Kevin Love, Dan, who has not played well since he came back from injury. I think this is one of the big reasons why Cleveland's been fading. He's only topped 20 points in in terms of scoring once in the last six games, and and it's a guy I'm fading in this range too. But uh, other than that, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Dario Saric, not interesting to you? Um, not not really. Um, Dario Saric against Cleveland. I mean, he could come. He could come up with a big game for sure. But uh, again, I I think Cleveland. This is a game that they really have to uh, tighten their bootstraps and really come out when, in this one um, with a solid all-around performance. And I think that they could uh, really attack Sarge down there and and keep the ball out of his hands. And and Aldridge too. I mean, coming up against OKC, um, I, I it just doesn't entice me. In the last matchup, he only had twenty-four Fanduel points. So. I mean, I think uh, the Spurs might be looking. I can't say really who's going to be the guy, but I, th- I would think it would be more Kawhi Leonard than Aldridge here. And, and and there's other options to me, so I'm not on either of those guys. I, I like, for example, I like James Johnson against New York a heck of a lot more. This is in Miami. Um, it's against a struggling team where where some of the second unit guys in Miami might get a little bit more run. James Johnson is definitely one of Miami's most durable players. So, I mean, why not? Uh, give him the run. I mean, in their, their last contest was against New York too. That was in New York, and Johnson came up with 39 Fanduel points. So for 6,300 bucks, I think he's going to do very similar to that tonight too. And then in the 5,000 range, Dan, I'm going to give you a couple of names that I like. I was looking at them while you were talking, and I like Sergi Baca and. Frank Kaminsky, if you're looking for consistency and almost a guarantee of 20, between 20 and 30 points in this range, those are two guys that I think you can pen in, never mind pencil in, for that kind of a return. And they might even show a bit of a spike beyond that. That's my opinion on these two guys. What say you about them or anybody else in the $5,000 range? Well, for me, the guy in this range right now is uh, Zach Randolph. He's been getting the start in Memphis with um, Marcus Solo with a foot injury. And, and I mean, for 5600 bucks, that's a pretty good price for, for Zebo. He's he's above twenty minutes, above twenty five minutes played in in uh, his last five games or four games straight, and uh, in three of those four games he's been plus twenty five Fanduel points in the three most recent ones with topping out at thirty nine. But I think this is that was against Golden State, Sacramento, and Indiana. You got him coming up against Dallas tonight. So I mean, I don't think anybody in Dallas is going to be able to uh, to move him around. So I think he's going to gobble up some nice rebounds and do some good scoring tonight. So I like Zebo mostly in this range. All right, and we go bargain hunting, Dan. Again, I'm going to get the jump on you for one guy in this range that I really like, and that's Amir Johnson. He's topped 30 points in a couple of his most recent outings, playing really, really good ball at both ends of the floor for the Celtics of late, and a big reason for their surge this season, in my opinion. He's been a, kind of a defensive glue factor, but that gives him a little more time on the floor, and he shoots that summer three uh, pretty well, too, as we both know. So I think he's a good value here against Orlando tonight for $4,000. Uh, what about other names, including Johnson, in your opinion, in this range? Well, the, I'm so I'm very glad to see James. Jo- I mean, Amir Johnson able to stay healthy throughout the season. Um, that's very good for him, and he really shows how much he can add to a team. That's for sure. So I agree with you there. I think the matchup with Orlando is a good one for him, um, and and he can have a good game too. But I, I I'm kind of interested in, in Patrick Patterson tonight of the Raptors. I don't usually take him in my fantasy but he's uh played over 20 minutes in his last five games and in all five of those games he's in double digit fan duel points topping out at 21 he had 19 17 in some of his bigger nights and then his lower ones were 13 and 11 but i think tonight against indiana um i think you're going to see a good amount of patterson out there and i think he he can go off for a good game tonight and another guy who's interesting to me is boris dia who's getting the starts for utah um i guess uh with favors out and and he's still he's playing around between 15 and 20 minutes a game i know it's not a ton but uh he's getting around 20 fanduel points in those minutes uh 21 in two of his last three games and 13 in the other one so i think dia against washington um is an interesting interesting pick to me i know washington's a bit of a tough opponent but for 3600 bucks you hope things go right 
And uh, you already indicated you expect things to go right for DeMarcus Cousins. He tops the list of centers tonight. Obviously a big play uh, in store for him tonight. I would agree with your assessment. So I'm pretty sure we're playing him for $9,600. So uh, we've talked enough about him in that matchup, I think. Why don't we go down to Rudy Gobert and... uh, the guys down to $7,100 to Alf Horford in that in that center position, Dan. Yeah, just a quick note on Cousins. I think he might be one of the, the most highly owned players of this season tonight. So, <laughs> I mean, you better come up with a really solid lineup to counteract whatever he's going to do if you're not going to take him. Um, but Rudy Gobert has, has been playing fantastic lately. Uh, had one of his slower nights in a long time in his recent game with 34 FanDuel points. But before that, it's been 52, 61, 44, 55. So big numbers for Rudy Gobert. And he continues to lead by example in, in Utah. So up against Washington tonight, uh, Gortat hasn't been playing his best basketball. And Washington doesn't have anybody as big or as uh, um, lengthy and agile as Gobert at that position. So I think he has a good night tonight. And, and I like him there. But another guy who's who's always impressing me with his numbers is Nikola Vucevic, um, $8,100, consistent price tag for a pretty consistent score. He's always around the high 30s and mid-40 range with his fan duel points uh, in, in about 30 minutes a game. So he's, he doesn't take a, a whole lot of time to do it, but he really gets it done with double-digit points and rebounding. So I like Vucevic tonight against Boston. And I'm going to add the name of Hassan Whiteside, Dan. He's had a couple of iffy starts uh, last two times out. But this is a guy who is noted for the high double-doubles with lots of rebounds uh, as well in his ledger. Usually he's been kind of held in check the last two starts. I think he has a breakout performance against the Knicks, who to me are more one of the more underwhelming clubs in the NBA. So a chance for Whiteside and company to fatten up their stats in a game that Miami needs to get to fan their fading playoff hopes, I would suggest. Okay, let's go down uh, from 6,000. Let's see. We got to 6,500 miles Turner on down to 5,000. Uh, Dan, and where we see Jaleel Okafor, he's, of course, out with a knee injury. What say you about these guys in this group? Well, just about Miles Turner in his last performance against Toronto, a big struggle for him, only 11 FanDuel points. But one guy who's pretty interesting to me tonight is Greg Monroe uh, hosting uh, the Pistons. He's hosting his former teammate, front court mate uh andre drummond and i think both of them are going to want to go at each other but i give the advantage to monroe in this matchup his team is playing better his confidence is higher uh, he's playing about 25 minutes a game and he's been above 20 FanDuel points in the last four games with 28 27 22 and 30 so those are good numbers for monroe and again i think he's got a little extra motivation tonight so he might be a really interesting pick if you don't want to go with cousins at center just six thousand dollars is a bit pricey for this guy maybe but again i think he's got a little extra motivation tonight and i'm going to add the name of jonas valanchunas he's uh, been an, on an upward tick in the last few games getting a little more time in the fourth quarter in a couple of those games too and against indiana last time out he kind of had his way with turner in that matchup so i look for him to hold the advantage uh, on home court uh, again as the raptors i expect them to dominate this game tonight and valanchunas will be a big reason why in my opinion uh, going down to the sub 5,000 range, let's go value hunting here. We got Tristan Thompson at 4,900 and on down. Dan, who do you like in this group? Well, Stephen Adams is an interesting pick to, to me tonight just because going up against the Spurs, I think it's a game where the big men can, uh, can be useful. He played 29 minutes in his last game against the Spurs, came up with 19 FanDuel points, but I think he can do a little bit better than that uh, against the Spurs tonight for sure. For 4,600 dogs, I don't think Adams is a bad pick. Um, and another guy who's always interesting at the center position is Cody Zeller. Got a good price tag, um, and they might use him a bit to play against uh, Jokic. Um, and and again, in in two of his last four games, he topped thirty Fanduel points. With the two lower nights being the most recent ones, but I think he has the potential to bounce back and get back to that thirty mark um, tonight too. Yeah, I wonder about a guy like Kelly Olenek at $4,000. I'll throw that name out there as well, Dan. He's a guy who is a shooter. He's got a good outside game. Uh, just a question for me of how many minutes he's going to get. And uh, if he does get any kind of a run, though, it could be a real steal and a nice tournament play in uh, tonight's slate. So with that, we've gone through our list of uh, the possibles. And Dan, why don't you take us look, uh, look at the Rotowire Optimizer and what they suggest for tonight's 11-game slate. Okay. Yeah, you'll just give me, need to give me a second to uh, refresh it here on my page. But the optimizer gives us 
Kemba Walker and TJ McConnell at point guard. Uh, a couple interesting picks. I don't know about McConnell tonight, but uh, he's he's all, he's one to surprise us and not one to bet against, really, I would say. Um, James Harden and Lou Williams at the shooting guard position. Um, again, we said about Harden, might not be the greatest matchup for him, especially if he's not at 100%, um, and that's a lot of money. But uh, then Carmelo Anthony and Justin Anderson at the small forward. Uh, Carmelo... Geez, uh, that might be the lowest price tag I've seen on Carmelo all season, $6,700. Yeah. Um, but again, he, he expressed he doesn't even know his role anymore. And you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if he maybe doesn't even play tonight or something like that. So I would maybe reconsider the pick on Carmelo. Justin Anderson, though, I think is a pretty interesting pick. Then at power forward, Aaron Gordon and Thaddeus Young. Uh, Thaddeus Young's 4500 bucks, but I don't think he's going to have a good night against Toronto. Again, he hasn't been playing too great all season, and Toronto's probably not the team that he's going to have his breakout game against. And then guess who they have at center? <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins. You're no kidding. DeMarcus Cousins. So I think we can uh, I think we can consensus on DeMarcus Cousins that, uh, I mean, this guy, I don't know, 100 FanDuel points, maybe. <laughs> I think he might play 48 minutes. So <laughs> Could be fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I think... Uh, if you want to be part of the action tonight, I think you might need to pick him unless you can get really creative and, and find the right combination. I can't wait to see the percentage of ownership on him tonight, Dan. And yeah. we'll remind our listeners, don't forget to check back with Rotowire starting lineups on the NBA tab. We also do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at Rotowire, so you can make sure your players are good to go in daily games right up to tip-off. But before we go on, uh, it's almost baseball season, folks. And on behalf of our friends at FanDuel, we want to remind our, you, our listeners, that baseball is just around the corner of the first games are sun, first game Sunday night. Don't get stranded on first base without, without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Subscription. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. Users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. All right, Dan, before we sign off, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the MVP discussion. I'm kind of curious to know what you think about it. Well, my vote still stays with Westbrook. I, I mean, I know a lot of I've heard the chatter leaning towards Harden lately. Oh, his team's doing better, or this and that. But I think some of that might just be the anti-Westbrook and people coming out. Um, I think you, you got to, I think, and I mean, obviously it's playing into a factor that James Harden's team is, is better in the standings, of course. Um, but again, I think you got to look at if you take that player off that team, what's going to happen to them. And, and I think with Westbrook and OKC, I don't know. I don't know if they would win a game without without Russell Westbrook. Whereas the the uh, Rockets, they I think they have a pretty decent and deep lineup behind James Harden that they've only bolstered um, since the season has begun. Adding adding Lou Williams. Um, so I mean, I, I I stick with Russell Westbrook. The guy's averaging a triple double. People say okay, he's hogging the ball or whatever. He's doing it all alone. But at the same time, in, in a lot of ways, he has to. And uh, his team, it seems like his teammates are okay with that. I haven't heard any bits of rumblings out of there like you hear in some other places with much better records. I'm not going to name names, but you hear in, out of teams with much better records, guys complaining about their teammates and so on and so forth. I haven't heard a word of that out of OKC. I've only seen videos, really funny videos of his teammates um, promoting him for point guards. So, I mean, I think that the... For MVP, what, you mean? Uh, for MVP, yeah. for point guard, yeah. So promoting promoting Westbrook for MVP. So again, I stick with Westbrook because again, I think if you take him off that team, they might be the worst team in the league. But if you take Houston, I mean, you take James Harden out of Houston, I could still see them winning thirty games, maybe. And you know what? You didn't even mention LeBron James, and I think that's a telling thing, too. At the end of last season's playoffs, there was no doubt in my mind that this guy was the best basketball player maybe ever. And yet, this season, he's kind of been taking nights off. The team struggled. They've got some star power be beside him. I won't even say behind him, uh, to support him. And, and yet, this team is no, not running away with the Eastern Conference like I thought they would. So I'm going to be curious to see just what kind of voting support LeBron James gets in the race. But I agree, like you, that it's a two-horse race, and my money's on Westbrook for all the reasons you said. I think you spelled it out very well. It's just going to well, be a curious vote. Yeah, well, the other thing to me is, again, with James, I, 
I don't, I don't think you can have an MVP, in my opinion. I don't think you can have an MVP on a team where there's two other All-Stars, three other All-Stars, whatever it is. I, I don't think that's fair. It might not be fair to those players on that team that playing with that talent automatically gets them out of the MVP race. But I, again, for me, MVP is what happens if you take that player away from that team. If I mean, sure, if you take LeBron away from Cleveland, they are not going to be nearly as good. But at the same time, they've got some other guys there who, you know, after a bit of getting into the groove of things, I don't think they'd be horribly, horribly, you know, they won't lost. Be a, they wouldn't be a 10-win team. <laughs> no. I mean, you've got Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and they've got some other good players around them. But and, and, I mean, the thing is, realistically, you probably could make a case for LeBron this year. I think he's been playing pretty good. One of his more decent seasons with, I think he might be around career highs and assists this season, if that's if that's true. I, th- I think it might be. Um, and, and again, I th- you could make a case for him, but, you know... Not against, I, I think not against the other guys, Dan. Not, not against the other guys. And again, another guy who maybe, if you want to talk about somebody from the East, I would look at maybe like John Wall. I think John Wall's having a fantastic yeah. season. If you look at where Washington was before the All-Star break, and you look at where they are now, there's been one guy who's carried them on his shoulders all the way there, and that's John Wall. So, I mean... In the East, I give my MVP my MVP vote to Wall. I mean, I know Boston's in first place, and you would want to say Thomas, but really, Boston's MVP vote should go to their coach. I think. I think it's Brad Stevens who's doing a fantastic job with Boston. And I, I think almost any other coach, you you wouldn't be seeing this out of that team either. All right, Dan, let's leave it there. So there you go, everybody. Have a look at FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at DBrunoOfficial, I'm Paul Bruno reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from Rotowire.